0: Michael Chong is MP for Wellington Halton Hills. He's also running uh, for the Tory leadership and uh, he gets around. But Guatemala is quite a place to get to. Michael Chong joins us on the line right now. How you doing, Michael? Thanks for being on the show.
1: Thanks for having me Kelly.
0: Okay, so let's set up this story. Uh somebody that knows a Canadian who recognizes your face, Bailey Greenspawn, uh tweeted out a photo the other day that uh got some interesting reaction on social media. It was your face. It was indeed your face, correct?
1: It is my face. Yeah, uh, on- it's a photo from about uh 10 from about 15 years ago that we had up on our website and I guess somebody took it and decided to use it in an advertising campaign in Latin America.
0: They did. And the advertising campaign, it's an interesting one. You are the poster boy for sanitary men's rooms in Guatemala. Uh, The poster announces a special service for men, sanitary and hygienic bathroom facilities. I guess it could be worse, but uh, wow, that's (laughs) kind of shocking to find out about that.
1: Well, you know, we've been hearing, I've been hearing reports about this for years, Um, every Six months or so, a Canadian would go down south on holiday and would pass by my picture in yeah. Guatemala somewhere. And so every six months or so, I'd get an email from a very surprised uh, Canadian tourist who said that they saw me on a poster down there. And so we had, I'd known about this for years, uh, but it surfaced during the leadership campaign and went viral on social media
0: and uh, you t- tweeted out, and I love this—this this, uh, your sense of humor. Just part of the Chong of the Chong campaign international outreach in Latin America, Chontarage, and I—I uh, I like it. I think it's good that you have a healthy sense of humor about it. Uh, did you ever think, you know what? Though they're using my photo without asking, should I try and get them to pull it?
1: When this first surfaced, we, we didn't uh, pursue it just because it's in Latin America and who knows who's producing these posters right. where they exactly got the photo from. So we just let it go. Never really thought much about it um, other than the occasional email that I would get from a Canadian who was surprised to see my photo in Guatemala. Until the leadership campaign, when somebody tweeted it out and it started making its circles, Uh, it started to make its its circles on social media.
0: Now, I don't know if you know about this, Michael, but uh, Kevin O'Leary is uh, alleging widespread voter rigging in the conservative leadership race. He's basically saying that you know the party has strict rules requiring all memberships to be purchased with personal checks or credit cards, but there are some people, backroom organizers, he thinks, using prepaid credit cards to sign up fake members. And he says, you know, beyond the legalities of this, it's completely immoral and extremely unfair to the tens of thousands of real party members that will have the imp- that will have the impact of their votes weakened. First of all, um, your thoughts on that claim. Have you ever heard of anything like this going on?
1: Well, I don't have any more information than, than you do, Kelly. Uh, but if these allegations are true, they are concerning. You know, I believe in open and transparent leadership contests. It's one of the reasons why I'm in this leadership race. I, for one, believe that parties need to be a lot more open and transparent not just about how they conduct themselves but also about their membership and about their finances it's one of the reasons why i've proposed that membership be made free in mm-hmm. political parties i think we're long past the the time and date where we charge people to vote in a membership uh, in a leadership race or in a nomination contest i think parties should be opened up so that anybody who wishes to join can do so those lists should be uh, permanent membership lists, uh, and they should be free. Uh, it should be free to join. So we, we avoid this kind of these kind of shenanigans that always seem to take place during hotly contested leadership races or nomination races.
0: Okay, one of the things that I wanted to ask though is if uh, you know you're signing up someone with a, a prepaid credit card, and they're saying they're fake members. When it came down to it, how would that impact uh, you know someone else's vote? How would it weaken votes? Because uh, the members are fake, so they wouldn't be voting anyways.
1: Well, I'm not sure exactly what uh, has alleged to have happened here, but let's say somebody bought uh, hundreds of or thousands of prepaid prepaid credit cards, yeah, and distributed those, uh, you know, to for free um, to uh, potential party members and asked them to use those credit cards to sign up on the website. Um, that would be. That would be fraudulent and those people in turn would be asked to vote. So let's say you had a prepaid credit card that you would load it up with forty dollars and you said to somebody, Look, uh use this prepaid credit card to purchase a fifteen dollar membership online. Um when you get the ballot, uh you can vote for my campaign Mm -hmm. and you can keep the balance of the prepaid credit card, which would have twenty five dollars remaining on it. Um, you know, that would be that would be fraudulent and, you know, that would be you know wrong. And so I'm not sure if that's exactly what right. happened here, but that he, could, that may be what happened.
0: He was claiming it was fake people. So that's why I asked, I was thinking, well, who's, you know, you have to actually produce a vote. You have to have somebody yeah. there to
1: vote. So I was well, interested I in that. that. He's probably referring to somebody in that context you'd call a fake voter because they're not genuinely joining the party right. because they believe in the candidate or the parties. Vision for the country. They're they're joining because they've been given an an inducement of twenty five dollars. and also an inducement to have their membership paid. For.
0: You know, Michael, I don't think we hear enough about you in the in this race for leadership. I have to say, I know somebody who is a, a member of the party who joined specifically so they could vote uh, conservative, and they want you know has to have a say in this. You don't tend to send out as many emails as the Leach campaign or the O'Leary campaign. You're not out there in your in people's faces here. This might be one of the first introductions, at least on our show, that we this first time I've met you on the air. So, what is your vision for Canada and? The the Conservative Party because I think a lot of people are frightened about the direction it might be going in
1: well we we are uh, presenting a serious vision for the Conservative Party a serious vision for this country it begins with building a much much bigger Conservative Party a party that includes Canadians of all races all religions all creeds a party that's focused on creating greater opportunity for everyone in this country regardless of where they live or where they came from Um, If we're honest with ourselves as Conservatives, we'll acknowledge that our party has shrunk significantly over the last 10 years. About 10 years ago, we had close to 300,000 party members. We're now around 90,000 party members. So Mm. we've lost a lot of our party membership. We've pushed people out of the party, and the party's narrowed itself, and it needs to expand. And so that's why I'm in the leadership race. I think we need to massively expand the party, make membership free, attract millennial voters— I think we should keep our core fiscally conservative agenda because i think that's what canadians want they want to see governments balance the budget they want to see governments keep taxes low and they want to see efficient government services but i think we do need to change when it comes to environmental issues we have to have a credible policy to reduce emissions it's not the liberal policy to reduce emissions it should be based on free markets and smaller governments that's why i'm proposing a revenue neutral carbon tax just like they've done in the province of british columbia And I think we need to be much more democratic and open as a party. And that's why I'm proposing free membership. That's why I'm proposing parties be subject to much greater public reporting requirements for their finances and how they conduct themselves.
0: Listen, Michael, I would love to have more time with you. Run out of time here, but I want to say you got to get out there. Got to get out there. Get the Chonger name out there. (laughs)
1: Okay, I appreciate that. All
0: right, Michael, thanks for joining us because I know you're on March break. You have yourself a good vacation with the family.
1: Thank you very much.
0: All right. Michael Chong wants to be the prime minister of Canada. At least he wants to be the, uh, the leader of the Conservative Party. And he's got a great sense of humor. Anyways, a little introduction to you.